0: And tell you, there is nothing in the life of the church that is more special or more meaningful than baptism. What a joy to welcome Fox uh, this morning into the fellowship of Christ's body. Um, there's another important baby that has just been born and will be christened before long, whose name is Louis. And um, I had the privilege before coming to Surrey of being Archdeacon of Bangor and Anglesey in North Wales. So I know Louis' family a little bit. I'm name-dropping now. Um, But uh, Prince William used to work at RAF Valley, and I would be in Valley perhaps once every few months and would enjoy having a cup of coffee with him. And uh, Prince George was born on my daughter's uh, birthday, not the same year, they shared a birthday, and so she treasures the little card that she had from Wills and Kate. Kate used to be a scout leader in um, the troupe where my son went to scouts. And I'm so pleased that they've chosen Louis as the name for uh, their new baby. Just before I left North Wales, I went to preach in a tiny little church just at the foot of Mount Snowdon. Beautiful, beautiful little building. And uh, it was harvest time. And uh, the vicar came to the back of the church and she said, Archdeacon, she said, what on earth are you doing? And I was on all fours around the font trying to read this inscription that was around the base of the font. And I said, there's some writing here. She said, the service is nearly starting. I know, but I want to read this writing. And eventually, I managed to make sense of it. And it said this. They were words of King Louis, who was made a saint, actually, um, in 1275. And King Louis said this. I think more of the little church where I was christened than the cathedral at Rem where I was crowned. Because the dignity of a child of God is infinitely greater than that of the ruler of a kingdom. The former I shall lose at death, the latter is my passport to everlasting glory. Isn't that amazing? I think more of the little church where I was baptised than the cathedral at Rem where I was crowned. Because actually, baptism, being made a child of God, is so much more than being the ruler of a kingdom. My bishop, many years ago, after installing me, said, so what does it feel like to be a venerable? We have a very pompous title, archdeacons. I am the venerable. And actually, I said, you know, it feels like nothing compared with being a child of God. It's the greatest status ever. What we have done to Fox this morning is to make him a child of God. Claire helpfully um, reminded us that when we... Baptize when we make somebody a child of God, we use water. Water has been used in baptism over very many years, and it symbolizes two things. Can you tell me what we do with water? What do we use water for? We do, we use it for drinking. Anything else? Washing. Drinking and washing. They're the two main things, aren't they, that we use water for. I hope everybody here this morning uh, has washed their face before coming to church. Last week, last Sunday, I faced one of my fears. I do not like heights. I really do not like heights. Um, The best best way to get me on a on a plane, is to have a good gin and tonic beforehand. I was asked um, a fortnight ago to dedicate the new flagpole on the top of St Christopher's Tower in Hazelmere. I was absolutely petrified. They tried to make me go in one of those um, cherry pickers, yeah. And I made a deal. I wouldn't go in the cherry picker, but I would climb the ladder. It was much taller than I expected it to be. 75 feet of Victorian wooden ladder, and I was on the top like this. But it's very beautiful, and I don't know whether any of you have passed St Christopher's Green and seen the tower there with all the poppies that have been made by some of the children in Shottermill and uh, in other local schools as well. It's very beautiful, but of course, behind it is something rather ugly. It reminds us of the thousands and thousands who have been killed in war. Some people think it's not a good thing to remember, but actually I believe that to forget our capability of being so destructive is in itself a dangerous thing. Rowan Williams once said, to forget is to make a mockery of the depth of suffering that human beings inflict upon each other. When we baptised Fox this morning, we washed him in the blood of Christ. We proclaimed that he is completely forgiven that he begins, even as a young baby, he begins a life whereby he is set free from all that bonds him to sin and to death. So firstly, we wash him. God washes him. But the second thing we do with water is to remind him of the new life which begins at baptism. One of the storybooks, which I always try and make sure gets into the hands of young children who've been baptised, it'll, be uh, it'll be a bit old for Fox at the moment, but when he's a bit older, read him the story or show him the film of Narnia. Narnia is rooted in the story of God and when I was a little boy I used to go into my wardrobe at home and I would always be mega disappointed that I couldn't get through the other end my wardrobe was great actually it acted as the Narnia wardrobe it was Doctor Who's TARDIS it did quite a lot it fell apart in the end that picture of walking through the wardrobe is actually baptism. When we walk through the wardrobe, when we go through the waters of baptism, we enter a new life, a life which is completely different from the one as the world knows it. A life that is brighter, that is kinder, that is the one that God intends for each one of us. Claire made mention of what I do call proper baptism. We're really kind. We don't do this to babies. But if Fox was brought up in the the East, in the Orthodox Church, the biggest church in the world, um, then uh, he wouldn't have had an option. He would have been dunked, good and proper, by his legs. Claire's absolutely right. By his legs, he'd have gone in and back out. And that's the symbolism of going through the wardrobe, dying and rising to new life and the thing about that new life the thing about narnia is that it has no end when we go through the waters of death and rise up with christ then actually the promise that we have given is not just about abundant life is not just about life which is different which is how god intended it but it's also about life that never ends that actually, when we physically die, we go on into the fullness of God's kingdom. Now, the trapdoor I know, is about to open. So I want to conclude by saying to you that this morning is the most important day in Fox's life. And not just in this life, But in his life forever. Because this morning he begins again. He is born again, to use a metaphor that uh, St. John uses in his Gospel. He's born again as a child of God. That is the most important status ever. Frank Lake was a clinical psychologist in. Uh, the 1960s. And he became a Christian because he saw, uh, through being a professor of of psychiatry and psychology, he saw how actually the life in Christ turns um, human life upon its head. So his theory was that in this world... It's all about achievement. We drum this into children, don't we, at an early age. Actually, we have to achieve. And when we achieve, we gain success. And when we are successful, we are in some way loved and accepted. Frank Lake says that the Christian faith turns that on its head. We begin by being loved. All of us, loved as if we were the only person who existed. God has loved each one of us into being. And it's from knowing his love, mediated through parents and godparents and the church community, it's from his love that we are able to achieve. And from that achievement to be successful. God's love is totally paramount and that's the gift that is poured out upon Fox and upon each one of us. The gift of being cleansed from all our sins and being given a new life in God's kingdom through his love. Let us pray. Lord God, our Heavenly Father, we give you thanks this morning for Fox, for his parents and godparents who have brought him here to be baptised, to be proclaimed a precious child of yours with whom you are well pleased. We pray that through his life, he may know himself to be loved and that you would help his parents and his godparents to keep their promises, to teach Fox about his status as a child of yours, to place into his hands the scriptures, to teach him to say his prayers and to bring him to worship with the community of your kingdom here at St. Stephen's. All this we ask in Jesus' name. Amen.